Attention listeners, the MFAP podcast features adult language and numerous spoilers. Listener discretion advised. Today on the MFAB Podcast, we watch 1993's Grumpy Old Man. So come join us in Muskieville and enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Movies from A to B Podcast, better known as the MFAB Podcast. <laughs> Gavin, you can yeah, knock bam. that shit off. <laughs> as always, I'm Aaron. And I'm Gavin. Thank you once again for joining us. I just do that to make you laugh. Yeah. No one else knows what happens. Nope. <laughs> I could take a video of it. No. Post it everywhere. No. That's not going to happen. <laughs> All right. Well, we are back once again to discuss another movie. And uh, it's another. another uh, yeah. Viewer inspired movie, we'll say. Listener. Viewer recommended. Listener or viewer. Yeah, whatever. You just talked about putting <laughs> videos up. True, true. You got me there. Listener. Listener. Yes. This time, coming from uh, our good buddy Grant, he uh, he's uh, he's my roommate, and I've heard him just talk about this movie a lot, so I figured, hey, he, uh, he recommended it to us. So it is 1993's Grumpy Old Men, directed by yeah. Donald Petrie. Stars Jack Lemon, Walter Matthau, and Margaret and Burgess Meredith. Just damn good cast. Yes. Old Not gonna time. lie. Old time oh, actors. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Old actors, but good cast. <laughs> yes, great. I mean. Fantastic cast. So um we were talking before we watched this, like it had it's been years since I've seen this. Yeah. I I was literally like what ten maybe? No, not even ten. When I first saw this, and last time I probably saw this, I was probably like seven or eight. Just remember my dad watching this on TV or whatever. No, because I mean I was just a little baby when it came out, but I mean it's. This... Wait, no, it must have been ten because yeah, this is ten years after I was born and it came out. So okay, there you go. Perfect. So I was at least ten years old when I saw this. Yeah, and I knew going into this one it was going to be nostalgic to say the least especially oh, because yeah, of uh of uh where it takes place is yeah pretty it's not exactly wisconsin but it's the same region dude this is literally like a stone's throw away yeah yeah you can get there in an hour or two yeah. tops yeah. not even so uh <laughs> before we start saying too much anything else you want to discuss before we get into it or not? i was curious to see how this one held up truly um i was excited to go back and revisit it since it's one of those it's a i remember it being funny i remember laughing at parts even though i was younger you know it's probably stuff i didn't get but i was still yeah. thought you know everyone else is laughing i'm gonna laugh too right right so. but you know now that i'm older watching it again yeah yeah this was this was a grandpa movie <clears throat> if i if that's like a genre this is a movie oh, your, yeah. your grandpa loves this is a midwest staple as well Yes, very much so. So it's about time we get to it. So without further ado, let's jump in. So let's, let's hop right in. Yeah. We uh we open on opening credits, winter time in this really small, small town. Oh dude. This was super nineties feel right off the bat. Yeah. 
Like I, I got that right away when this hit. I was like, oh my god, I'm watching footage from my childhood. Yeah. Well, it's all those, those like '80s cars. Yeah. You know, my dad had one of those big ass fucking Impala boats like back in the day. <laughs> Fuck and that yeah. fucker sat under like six feet of snow, and you just brush it off and it'd start up first try. Yeah, well, you know? yeah. old <laughs> my, school. My fucking grandpa. We, my grandpa used to come uh, like every every weekend morning and go out to breakfast with me and my dad. And yeah, he had one of those you know nineteen eighty boats. Yep. Whatever the no Buick, fucking seatbelts in them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Fucking yep. I I have slid off even the passenger seat so many times into the fucking well, you know. The the bucket seats with the cigarette ashtrays in the hand thing. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Now, now to be fair, there were seatbelts, but they were always like tucked in the crevice oh, yeah. of like the no they one ever wore. In the seats, yeah. Yeah. They weren't over your shoulder. They were in the seats, yeah. And it's just it's And the car didn't fucking ding when you didn't wear it. Nope. Kids today just don't know that, like, yeah, that little, that little grab part that you open the door with. There used to be an ashtray there. Oh yeah, because <laughs> it was convenient. That way you're not getting yeah. ashes everywhere from the wind. Right. <laughs> it's fucking funny story about cars like that, though. My mom told me this later on after I'd grown up. Like when she would take us places, like she didn't have a car seat or anything for mm-hmm. us so she would literally set us in the passenger seat and like hold us with one arm and drive <laughs> with the other that she is was like yeah there was plenty of times where i had to slam on the brakes and wasn't quick enough to catch you <laughs> and you just flew into the fucking <laughs> like oh that explains a lot my, That's my brain great. damage <laughs> that is great 100 percent true story love you mom that is but yeah this <laughs> It sucked. It, this is what kind of sucked about watching this because it's it's the middle of June, and yeah, you you know the feeling of this time place. It's winter, and you're like, yeah, it's, it's every small town in Wisconsin looks exactly like where they are. Wabasha, w- Wabasha, yeah, we'll get Wabasha. to that in a minute. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah, this takes place in a little town called Wabasha, Minnesota. We get our credits. We see a man knocking on a door. And he's, you know, trying to get the attention of whoever's in there. And we see one of our main characters, John, sneaking out the back window in his pajamas and his coat and his hat. You seem confused. I'm just trying to think of why I have written Eat Window. Eat Window. Yeah, I'm trying to find Mr. Gustafsson. And then the next thing I have is Eat Window. Yeah, I, I'm at I'm at a loss. I'm gonna have to watch the first five <laughs> okay. seconds of this. <laughs> All right. Obviously, I had a reason for writing it. Yeah, he uh, he sneaks out the back, goes across to uh, the neighbor's house, neighbor's yard, and runs into his neighbor Max Walter Matthau's character. He's greeted by a morning dickhead. Yep. <laughs> and this is the staple of this movie for me that I, I'm. Well, we'll come back to the old man bickering between them two. Yeah, they definitely have like this very, very deep seated love hate relationship with each other. And like, obviously, if you're a fan of film, you know Jack Lemmon and Walter Matthau as the original, the odd couple. So you know they have chemistry and it just shines once again here. Just so good. So good. So yeah, they meet, they uh, meet, walk out to the front of their house. Um, They see there's a new neighbor coming in across the street. Uh, yeah, they had the guy come up, and this is where you can see that they're they're dicks to each other, but they still like you know have this love relationship because yep. 
at this point, you, you know, they got each other's backs. Yeah. Cause even though Max is like a dick to him right off the bat, when the guy asked for, you know, have you seen Mr. Gustafsson? Yeah. Right. Yep. He's like, Oh, you know, that smelly, you know, asshole. Yeah. That fucking, you know, <laughs> he's a menace. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> just talks all kinds of shit about him and then he's like no i haven't seen them i <laughs> fucking love that scene that it so was, much. It was, yeah uh, right in front of him you just you could say whatever you want and yeah. you know he wouldn't say a damn thing because he's yep. it would rat himself out yep don't you agree <laughs> yep um they start to see the shit this person's moving in oh yeah jesus christ yeah, <laughs> it's Sorry. literally it's literally a fucking crucifix with Jesus on. It. <laughs> then, I saw that and I wrote that all down in caps. So I was like, yep. "Holy!" Shit. <laughs> yeah, just a bunch of weird shit moving into this house next door. Um, that man that was knocking at the door, he leaves. John finds the letter that this guy left. Um, it's it's basically an, an eviction notice. You're yeah. gonna thirty days final notice. Yep. We cut to them at night or, or night or afternoon. They're all, they're both, it's a lot of parallel editing as they're uh, making breakfast or dinner or whatever. Yeah. They're definitely, uh, you can tell they're, they're set in their ways. You know? Yep. Max is watching the news and who's it? The weatherman. Shut up, so. fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> just like any old grandpa just yells at yep. the fucking news guys. Um, and John, uh, Makes the uh, delicacy that is spam. Yeah, that looked delicious, flopping out of the camera. Right, like <laughs> you're a fan of spam, right? I I have it on very rare occasions. Right, it's not an every every time thing. No, it's like a once, but, maybe every two, twice a year type yeah. of thing. You know, sometimes that like I could go for some spam and eggs, man. Like, oh, fried yeah. spam and eggs just hits the spot sometimes. Oh, and I fucking. The thing I don't like about spam is every time I like dice it up and start frying it up mm-hmm. and it just pops. So it's flying outside the pan all hardcore. Yeah. Every fucking time. <laughs> That's super annoying. <laughs> it's all greasy. Yeah. So yeah, that night they both get woken up by uh, somebody snowmobiling. At up- 2 a.m. Mind yeah. you. Right. And I doubt they're the only ones that got woken up by this. No. Oh, yeah. I mean, have you been woken up by that before what snowmobiles yeah that yeah. late at night yeah i used to live in town yeah. and the trail oh, dude, yeah small came town, in man. town yeah mm-hmm. it's like that's not out anybody watches them they're like what the fuck is she doing it's not that uncommon well the thing is is people go ice fishing all day and then they fucking go to the bar after they're done once yep. it gets dark and then at 2 a.m when they're fucking heading home they ride through town because you know it's legal yeah it's completely There's legal illegal about it so so they're kind of looking out the window watching who the fuck is doing this um it's the new neighbor the i have uh i wrote down uh snowmobile is ridden by a gilf (laughs) yeah that's what i don't have written down that much but yeah it's their new neighbor and she is pretty hot this is uh this is ann margaret we'll find out her name here in a little bit but uh i don't know her from too much other stuff i know she was in the the movie the rock opera tommy but yeah she's no idea what that is even it's the who's rock opera oh okay yeah she was in that i believe so yeah but yeah she's a she's a good looking grandma um let's see the next morning there's just more bickering between the two of them as they brush their cars off 
Yeah, you, you get all the like feel of like hometowny like local chat. It's like, oh, your cousin Bill doing, you know? Yeah. Or what they say? Yeah, that assholes. I can't remember what exactly they said, but I wrote, I wrote down one quote because they're like, "Did you hear so and so died? Yeah, hypothermia is a bitch." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, weren't they discussing which way would be easier to die? Yeah, they're discussing what the. Oh yeah, we heard Chuck down there. There, what's whatever his name died. That's just. I guess how you talk as you get older. Did you hear about this yeah. person? Yeah. Oh. oh, dude, I remember this shit growing up when I would like visit my grandparents and my grandma would be looking at the obituaries every day, you know, and I asked her why. And she said, it's just because, you know, I'm seeing who I know that passed away. Yeah. It's pretty much like, yeah, I just want to make sure I'm still winning, you know, yeah. it's kind of fucked up, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you get to a certain age and it's like, yeah, everyone, you know, is going to start dying. Yeah. Ah, look, Stu died. <laughs> Outlive that fucker, you know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they're just uh, also kind of oogling this new neighbor as they see her. And then uh, they head to the good old bait shop. Yeah. I love so, how he parks every time. <laughs> I hit the cans uh, again. <laughs> yeah. We heard. <laughs> yeah. Um, they head in, get their, get their supplies, and they head out to the ice. And this is uh, Muskyville. Shanty town, Minnesota. For any of you who don't know about ice fishing, yeah, this is a staple of the Midwest in wintertime. I personally yeah. don't do it, but yeah, a lot it's of people fun. up here do it. And if you have a setup like each one of those people had, I yeah. mean, it's nice. You got fucking, I mean, fucking didn't uh, Jack Lemons, or wasn't no, yeah, John, we, we meet his dad, so no, Walter Matthew he had a fucking TV in his shack. Oh, and yeah. Fucking, mm-hmm. Jack Lemon had fucking uh, the whole uh, like oh. comfy ass chair, like right in front of the ice fishing hole and a heater and all that shit. Yep. Me and his record player. Yeah, I've been uh, ice fishing like this like twice, I think, where I was actually in like a really nice shack where it felt like I was indoors. Nice. But then in the middle of the room, there's just like a big fucking three holes where you just, <laughs> you know, fish. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's always sketched me out because whenever people they are like, yeah, we go out get our shanty bring our heater out there and i'm like you put a heater yeah on frozen water dude it's feet <laughs> thick ice yeah I there's know. no way you're gonna melt through and funny story first time i ever drank alcohol was ice fishing with my dad and, <laughs> nice. and my uncle it it, it really it is peppermint schnapps of course perfect yeah. it up in these parts it is a, it's like a rite of passage for some people you know that night i yeah. pissed on a duck outside <laughs> A dead duck, but it was a duck. Okay. And then I was so proud of myself, I went in and told everybody, and everyone cheered me. <laughs> I was buzzing as a kid. Nice. But yeah, it's a, it's another little town of shanties out there, and this is where we meet uh, John's dad. Uh, Pops. Pops, yeah. They don't yeah. He doesn't really have a name. This is uh, Burgess, Ma- Pops. Burgess Meredith. Um, <laughs> he's, they're talking about the new neighbor, and I fucking this is probably my favorite character in the movie. If it's yeah. not, I don't know what's wrong with you, but he, yeah. did you mount her? Are you mounting her? <laughs> well, if you don't, send her my way. Yeah. <laughs> this dude's like ninety years old. It's fucking yeah. great. Um, for if you don't know who Burgess Meredith is, it's Mick from the Rocky movies. Yep. Yeah. So, just great. Uh, I definitely wrote down at this point. I miss ice fishing. Yeah. Like 100% I miss ice fishing. Maybe I'll have to give it a try this year. We'll see. 
You, you got to get a good shack though, or find someone who has a good shack. Yeah. It's just a fun experience. Sure. Um, if you live in the South and go fuck yourself, you're not going to be able to do it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but global warming. I'll, yeah, I'll you never know. A couple no, years. Another 10 years. They might be able to. Yeah. So yeah, we get to see their little, little montage of them. Like you said, getting set up, watching their, watching the hockey game on the TV, putting on the record fishing. And then, uh, they bring home their catch. John's got a couple small fishes and Max has hit the mother load. He's got about yeah, like eight. 10 fish. Oh, yeah, he said he, he hit his limit, so he's got everything. And uh, John's, well, cause, it's because he's got this, what did he call it? The green. Green hornet. The green hornet, yeah, special yeah. rod, never fails. <laughs> Which is like literally like a carved duck with like yep. a fishing line. <laughs> yeah. Fishing pole on it. It's like some kid's fucking. It's, it's like. Something this... must have had since he was a kid. Yeah. Um, and. John, you know, is just pissed at this, so he takes one of his fish and throws it in the back seat of Max's truck. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's not gonna be good. No, I've I've done that before too, actually. When I was working in a yeah was... with tacos, asshole. Oh no, no twice <laughs> I've done that. Okay, <laughs> we did tacos with your car, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, when I was like 13, I was working a sawmill over the summer, and. Uh, there was this one guy who worked there. It was a total dick. There was three, four of us working there. Two of my uncles, the guy they hired, and me over the summers. You know, and they paid me full wage and all that shit under the table, tax free. <laughs> Love it. But Sean was the name of this guy, and he was a total fucking asshole. So one day I got like an entire bucket of uh, minnows, and I just <laughs> spread them throughout his truck, like under the seats, under the back seats oh, of the truck, fucking in the vents. That's I put so them much in the worse. Because you can Dude. hide the little minnows like a big yeah, fish everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, he ended up getting a DUI and losing that truck, but <laughs> Jesus Christ! For like a good month, it was it was stanky. Oh, nice. So yeah, later that night, John gets a late night visitor. Um, he thinks it's the IRS coming again, so he tries to sneak out his his window again, but he finds up yeah. falling falling off the roof right in front of the new neighbor, the gilf. Yeah, and she asked to use his bathroom. And uh, he's kind of like, why don't don't you have a bathroom? Does your bathroom not work? Oh no, it does. I just just like to use other people's. You could learn so much about them. Yeah, um, five seconds in someone else's bathroom, and you learn so much. Yeah, she's like really snoopy as they go inside the house. Yeah. Uh, we find out her name's Ariel, like the mermaid. Yep, she uh, totally knows that they've been watching her because they're not not shy about it. I guess no blatant. Yeah, but uh, she's kind of strange. So the next uh, morning, she gets John, a little too personal in this, too. Yeah, and John almost tries to like sneak up and like uh, sneak a peek at her in the bathroom, doesn't he? He kind of like starts creeping up the stairs. Well, he was all nervous about her being in like not the guest bathroom. <laughs> that's so true. he's like started going up, and then he heard that's a flush, so he runs back down. Yeah, that's true. So. uh yeah, she she leaves for the night. Just kind of throws him for a loop. Uh, John runs into Max at the at the drugstore the next day, and they're just more bickering. Old guy bickering when they're talking about their ailments. All yeah. hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he thinks that bad. I had shingles, and it was way worse. And yeah, my lumbago would make your shingles look like a look like a uh, just a scratch or something. Yeah, I have a pinched sciatica nerve. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking great. And uh, who shows up but Ariel. And yeah. 
John and Max and the clerk behind the counter, they all just swoon over her. Like, yeah, obviously, she's definitely playing both sides at this point. Oh, for sure. Yeah. The the poor woman behind the counter. (laughs) Just like, what is it with this bitch? I didn't even think about that. Oh, yeah. All the men are just like drop what they're doing to tend to her needs. And this poor this woman behind the counter is like. Just standing there forgotten. Because small town, no nothing, nobody hot like this ever shows up in a small town. So it's kind of big news, I guess. Uh, John heads back home. His daughter shows up. Mm. This is uh, his daughter Mel and his granddaughter, who didn't really catch her name, but I don't think they said it. No, she's just she kind probably of, has a credit, but yeah, she's just kind of there, uh, but. <clears throat> We're more concerned with Mel, anyways, because uh, we find out her and her husband. What the fuck was husband name? Mike. Mike. Yeah, Mike. Yeah. yeah. Are uh, they're separated? Or, or shooter. One of the other. We don't know that yet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> they're separating, uh, and while they're talking outside, Ariel comes out of her sauna. That's yeah. Like, Which this is another thing I have done. Hundred percent. Really. I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but it is a fucking rush. I'm sure it is. Yeah, you just pop out of the sauna, run outside, whoever gets the furthest winds, then run back into the sauna. Oh, she, but she like rolls around in the snow and just is like, Ooh, well, yeah, you oh, jump in the snow. Yeah. And your body is overheated when you're in there. I don't know how many saunas you go into, but I've been in a few. Yeah. Like literally all of my family at one point or another has had a sauna homemade oh, okay. of Minnesota. All right. But yeah, you can kind of see she's pretty ex- eccentric. You know, she's dancing yeah. around in her one-piece bathing suit or whatever in the snow. Um, and yeah, that's that scene. Uh, we cut to dinner time. John and Max making good old TV dinners. Yeah, TV dinners. Oh, I love me a TV dinner, man. I do not. This that scene just. You want to talk about nostalgia, man? That was like growing up. That was like a, a, a one night of the week dinner. It was like, yeah, mom or dad doesn't want to cook. We're having TV dinners, and I was all, oh, fuck yeah, like kids' cuisine. Yeah. And then when I got old enough to have the hungry man's, oh man, TV dinners. You the Salisbury steaks. Salisbury steaks were good. What was my favorite? I liked the uh, the like barbecued ribs ones. You, See, was, we, never, we didn't have them a huge amount growing up, but I do remember when we did have them, I would always eat the little apple crisp thing first. The, the rest I, was just kind of like, oh, it's food. I, I was all about the brownie. My little kids' cuisine ones. <laughs> you, you get like the, the chicken chicken tender, the dino nuggies, the potatoes and corn, and then the little brownie in the middle. See, we never had the kids' cuisine. We just had straight up like either Hungry Man or, you or know. Swanson. Swanson, yeah. They're all, it's all the same shit. It's all fucking just yeah. yummy, good, nostalgic. It's guns. just <laughs> tons of salt. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah, it's not good food at all. <laughs> salt and processed animal. Oh, but it's so It's good. literally like, what it reads on the box is processed animal. They don't even give you a fucking specific yeah, animal. Animal, yeah. <laughs> it could be anything. Rat, <laughs> dog, mammal. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I do remember Hungry Man had like a a beer battered chicken and like cheese steak fries one that was just fucking fire. 
Jesus. Ooh, that one was good. But yeah. Yeah, way after I stopped eating them. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was a nostalgia trip to say the least. Peeling <laughs> peeling the film, watching them peel the film, yeah. And uh then they gotta sit down and watch the lotto. Yep, yep. Old, old people love playing the lotto. John and, needs to win. Yep. So he can keep his house. Yeah, no shit. Um this is where we meet Max's son, Jacob. He stops over to drop a sign in the yard. He's running for mayor. Yeah. And Jakey. Uh, Jakey. This is uh, Kevin Pollock, who we saw not that long ago in uh, Usual Suspects. Oh, yeah. Folks, if you haven't listened to that episode, go back. It's yeah, that quality. Was a, that was a fun one. Um, so uh, Max is like, just a minute, Jakey. I got to do something. And he's got a collection of TV <laughs> remotes. And I love this. He knows John's watching the lotto, and he fucking changes the channel from across the, the houses every time another <laughs> Through number the gets revealed. <laughs> Such a and dick move. I'd love to go back and watch that scene again just to watch the old commercials, too. Yeah. Just the old Midwestern commercials. Just great, great stuff. Um, and it's just a funny scene because uh, Jake's is like, Dad, go apologize. That's not nice. So Max <laughs> opens the window is like, Dickhead, where are you? And then fucking John shows up with a hose and just sprays Max. Spray. Get a winner, spraying him through the window <laughs> with water. Jesus oh, Christ. I love it. Just instant karma, instant revenge. So yeah. uh, the next day, Max uh, gets gets ready to head out to the old shanty town, gets in his car, and some stinks fierce. And uh, moron and putts at bait shop is what I must have. Yeah. Uh, he on his way to the bait shop. He's trying to figure out what smells. He's causing accidents left and right. Yeah, <clears throat> I love. He causes the. How you U- picture old people driving? Yep, he causes the UPS truck to crash. And he, what does he say? Like, dickhead or something? Or dumbass? <laughs> He's a dumbass. <laughs> um, yeah, they're at the bait shop. They're talking about Ariel, and they're. T- <laughs> I had to write this down they're talking about who how much sex they've had over the years and who was it max said i've laid more pipe in this town than wabasha plumbing and uh the guy who works at the bait shop chuck ozzy davis uh he calls out their bullshit and he's like you guys are the biggest bullshitters this side of the mississippi that type of shit and like you could clearly tell from their bickering yeah they just talk a lot of shit they tell Mac. They tell Chuck about Ariel or whatever. Max uh, goes back in his car, loads up on air fresheners. I see he's got about eight, <laughs> eight or ten pine tree air fresheners in there. Yep. He finds the fish as John drives by and just laughs at him like ha ha ha, <laughs> just yells at him, "You schmuck!" <laughs> that is like a just such a great old man insult. Yeah, well, all of them that they use are oh, fucking yes. great old man. Schmuck, putz, moron. Yeah. I mean, they're just, they're simple. Yeah. And they're super not offensive, but back in those days, it was like, oh. fuck you too. You yeah, know? it's like, it's a, just a way of just, they sting when you hear yeah. them. You schmuck. You don't have to add a swear word to it. It's just, yeah, like you said, quick and to the point. Love it. Like You fucking potato. <laughs> <laughs> you putz. Back at the shanty town, they're fishing. Max is a lucky pole, gets a bite, and before he Lose can grab it, it, just loses it. Green Hornet down the hole. Darn, darn, darn. And he tries to go out and, and get it. He tries yeah, chopping he is through like the axe ice. chopping <laughs> at the fucking water <laughs> or ice. Oh, poor Max. 
Uh, John goes and visits his dad, gets him uh, his smokes and uh, his special coffee. <laughs> you say special coffee. Yeah, it's not coffee. It's booze. <laughs> it's booze. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all it is. I have written down coffee in parentheses. <laughs> yeah. Uh, back uh, back in town, Jacob and Mel, they're, uh, well, Jake meets Mel. Uh, they kind of have some lighthearted flirting as he's helping her bring groceries in. Um, John tells, Jake has been kind of informed that uh, Mel and her husband are on the rocks and yep. that guy's a putz and you yeah. should, you know, come over and, you know, all this. Help her out. Do whatever. Yeah, come over Thanksgiving because it's Thanksgiving time. Yeah. Uh, they have dinner the whole time they're having dinner. John can't stop looking at Ariel's house. Straight up stalking her. Yep. And uh, <laughs> fucking pop. <laughs> I got something to offer her. <laughs> Just <laughs> wax under the table. <laughs> fucking dirty old man. <laughs> Just a dirty, <laughs> dirty old man. Yeah. Jake and Max are having dinner over at his house. And uh, they're looking out the window, and they see uh, Chuck going over to Ariel's. Yeah, which just Chuck... uh, kind of swooping in. Yeah, Chuck said he could, he couldn't come over because he was supposed to go to the VFW for for dinner. So yeah. they're like, "What the fuck, Chuck?" And uh, <laughs> <this> yeah. one, <laughs> fucking pop again. Uh, he's taking the old one eye to the optometrist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so fucking good. So the next day. John and Max, they go to see Chuck, and they're like, hey, what the fuck, man? We yeah, they knew rushed. You. They both his trash cans when they parked this time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They uh, basically confront him, and Chuck tells him how magical a night it was. You know, he's like, we just, it was so magical. And they both are like, couldn't get it up, Chuck, could you? Huh? Couldn't get it up, huh? <laughs> he describes her as an angel. Yeah. Just like he he had an, an awakening. He had never been felt so alive. So, yeah. Um, we get a beautification montage. John and Max primp, primping themselves up. Yep, they get all kinds of dressed up, shaven, aftershave. There's even the fucking Home Alone. Yeah, I was just going to ask. Like, yeah. Slaps the aftershave on his face <laughs> and starts screaming. Yeah. But uh, unfortunately for John, Max makes it to Ariel's house first. Literally what I wrote down. <laughs> so as Max is spending time with her, he learns about Ernest, her ex-husband. Yep. She's got the big carving of uh, Ernest, which you yeah. implied was uh, fairly well endowed. Yep. Um, he's like, whoa, there's a problem with your TV. There's a fish in it. <laughs> yeah. She gutted out the TV. She's Put very art- She's very artistic, yeah. to say the least. So, um Max uh, asks her out to go fishing. Hey, we want to come come to the shanty with me. Yeah, she asks him about his what he does, and he just says, "I fish." I fish. We cut then to a scene of them fishing, and she's reeling in a big one. Max yeah, is like a huge her. one. Yeah, and uh, I couldn't. I don't know that much about fish. I couldn't tell you what it is, but it it was a big one. It was was it a musky? Uh, it wasn't a musky. I didn't think so, but it was big. It- it was big, yeah. It looked kind of like, oh, what the fuck was it? I almost want to say it was a carp, but carp? walleye, don't... maybe. Hmm. Eh, that, yeah, I don't know. I'd have to go back and look at it again. Like I said, it's been a long time since I've been ice fishing. <laughs> yeah, or fishing but, uh, in general. 
Max is all excited. He's like, oh, my God, it's got to be a record. This never happens, blah, blah, blah. He's like, she's so excited because, yes, the catch was beautiful and the release. What? No, <laughs> no release. No. And uh, before you Let me let's get a camera. Yeah. Before you can take a picture of it, she drops it back in the hole. And you just hear a no. <laughs> no one's going to believe me. Yeah. John and uh, Pop just finished having breakfast, and uh, Pop somehow found Max's fishing rod. Yeah, he must have pulled it up. Yep. So, or caught the fish who had it hooked in him, you know? Yeah. So John takes it. Uh, John then goes to find Chuck. Goes to the bait shop. Bait shop's all closed up. Chuck's nowhere to be seen. There's a cop there. You're yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Max uh, takes Ariel home. Gets fucking friend zoned. Hardcore friend zoned. Oh, felt so bad for the guy. You're such a good friend, Max. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like oh. right in the I fucking know that feeling right <clears throat> in the goddamn heart. So yeah. John's out back chopping some wood. Max comes by and tells him that Chuck passed away. Yeah, died in bed. Damn. Apparently, she's an angel of fucking death. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Goddamn succubus. <laughs> um, they bicker, bicker some more. They almost fight. They're about, you want to come out to the front and handle this? And they get right to about it. And they're like, ah, it's not even worth it. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, this is when John breaks the fishing rod in half. Cause he's so steaming pissed off. And then he gets a knock on his door and he thinks it's Max, opens it up. It's the IRS. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. And they're like, well, you need to come with me. So he has to yeah. go go with them. He comes back home later that night. Somebody's in his house. Yeah. He's grabbed a baseball bat and opens the door and, oh, it's Ariel. She's making dinner. Which just Who does that? Who breaks into someone's house and they're making dinner? I that get would, it. It's romantic, yes. Yeah, I understand that. But if you don't know the person all that well, they've had maybe like what? They haven't even hung out really. No. She came over and took a shit in his bathroom. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. literally all they know about each other. Yeah. Like, I, I I don't know. I'd be fucking wigged out. And I know like small town Minnesota, people don't lock their doors like that. But still, to just come well, in and just do. start making dinner like that. Yeah, something's wrong with her. But uh they do have a lovely dinner. They find out that they're both were teachers. John was a history yeah. teacher. She's a well, she teaches literature now, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. At Winona State, um, they just have a really, really nice dinner. Um, you can kind of you can kind of tell she wants to fuck. Oh yeah, no. John goes to see his dad the next day, and <laughs> he just wants to know: Did you mount her? Either mount the woman or send her to me. He gives him uh, experiences, chat. I fucking love that scene, too, where he's like, did you bring me my supplies? He brought him a fucking six-pack of beer, and John was going to give him one beer, and his dad takes the whole six-pack and gives John the one beer. <laughs> is this is this the point where uh, he comes out of the shanty with the flask, and he's like, oh, I was just finishing breakfast? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's like, Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> Well, that's where the experiences chat comes from, where he's talking about life experiences yep. and, yep. you know, live to the fullest type thing. Yeah. We then get a, basically a scene of John and Ariel snowmobiling. She's, yeah. you know, driving through the the hills and whatever. Um, Max 
comes to ask uh, Ariel out at her at her house, but she's not there, and then he instead sees the IRS people. We cut back to John and Ariel. They overlook the town. This is your, you know, your small town field shop. Yeah, lookout yeah. spot. Yeah, it's uh, probably a makeout place in the summer for kids. You know. Oh, for sure. Um, you take old Susie or down to the you know field to give her a good finger banging. <laughs> go to the drugstore and get a couple of milkshakes, and we go over to Finger Bang no, Point. A, a phosphate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. I've always heard that, though. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck's a phosphate? Taking your squeeze up to Finger Bang Point this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they fall. They make snow angels. They hold hands. Massive flirting going on here. Yeah. yeah. Cut back to Max watching TV. I love how he pauses on the aerobics channel for a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor guy just got friends on uh, Yep. John and Ariel are over at his house. They're playing chess. Uh, she asks about all his family pictures. There's a picture of John and Max as kids. Yeah, that's yeah. where you find out they like straight up grew up together, same small town, their whole lives. You know. Yep. They were friends until a woman came along. You know, came between them. Well, that's they've been in this feud for years over a woman, apparently. No. Yeah. Uh, John and Ariel, they they share a kiss. And like Ariel, this. Ariel backs off, though, and you're like, ooh, ouch, too soon. Um, and then she says, it's it's getting late. It's, ti- it's time for bed. And John's like, god damn it. Until he sees her locking the door and heads upstairs. And then my neck. Have- oh, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> I have written down October 4th, 1978. Oh, yeah, the last time he had sex. Yeah. Yep. Like, damn, dude. Yeah. He's he's clearly nervous, but uh, I have written down, let's go, old people fucking. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they clearly go up, have a good time. Yeah. Next morning, Max uh, meets Ariel as she's leaving John's house. He was going yeah. to see her, and ooh, that's got a sting. We cut over to see John. John is riding high. He's got a renewed vigor. He's He's energized, for sure. Oh, yeah. Making a breakfast. He can't have the spicy f- foods or whatever, but he's like, fuck it, and puts some Tabasco on his yeah. eggs. You know, hell yeah. Uh, you only live once. <clears throat> says those experiences. Yep. Max is out fishing at a shanty. He's getting hammered drunk. He gets a knock on his door. There's nobody there, but he looks down. His, his rod is there. John fixed it, gave it back to him. Yep. We cut over to John's shanty. It starts moving. I love it when you're in Max's shanty, though, and he goes and grabs his fishing pole and, like, pulls it up, and there's just a six-pack on the other end. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he grabs one and then puts the rest back in. He wasn't even He's fishing. He's not even fucking fishing. He's just drinking. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, John's shanty starts moving. We cut out and see Max is pushing it with his car, <laughs> ramming it, shoving it through Shantytown, through Muskieville. Uh, pushes it all the way out to the thin ice portion. John luckily jumps out right before it starts to fall through the ice. If you think about it, I, this is a comedy and all, but if he would have still been in that hut when it went into the fucking thin ice, he'd dead. Oh, instantly for sure. Not, maybe not instantly, but he would have died. Yeah. No one there would have saved him. Oh, that freezing cold water? Yeah, you're you're Yeah, you're shocked, not be able like to almost instantly. Yes. Uh, so yeah, this is attempted murder right there. 
Yeah. Uh, but they uh, they finally have get to some fisticuffs. They have a fight. Old guy fight! <laughs> <laughs> Just picture Cartman in the back. Old guy fight! <laughs> yeah. I can picture that fucking family guy where uh, the pervert that's always trying to fuck the kid. Herbert. It's the Nazi. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Super slow punctures. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They both fall over, take a nap, get back up, and start fighting again. Oh, yeah. You know, the whole whole Muskyville's there cheering them on as they fight. I'd like to think that those were not, like, hired extras. They were literally the people from <laughs> whatever small town they were there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Pop comes in, breaks it up. Right before. He luckily shows up before fucking John gets stabbed with a fish. Yeah. He's going to stab him with a fish. <laughs> fucking frozen fish. He pulls out of the snowbank <clears throat> and he's going to stab him with it. Um, this is where we kind of find out Max, the woman that they came between him, was John's wife. Max loved her. And Max was always jealous that John got her, basically. Yeah. And John was like, well, you had your wife. She was lovely. She was amazing. Yeah, but she wasn't your wife. Yada, yada, yada. Wasn't Max with her before when they were younger and then John kind of? I think so. Yeah. I think that's her. Yeah. Kind of the gist of it. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Bob comes in and says, Drop that fish. And as he walks away, kids can't live with them. Can't shoot them. Can't em. shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> you knew how many. If I had a nickel for every time I heard that growing up. <laughs> yeah. Um, this point, Max knows the IRS has taken John's house. So, uh, John gets a knock. That night, it's Ariel. She made him a painting. John is just feeling some real guilt about having, you know, taken Max's girl from back in the day. So he tries no. to he tries to break things off with her. For, well, he turns her away. Yeah, straight up, like a real dick. And uh, yeah. I mean, he did it, you know, for his lifelong friend. Yeah. You know? And uh, she storms out. Jacob meets John next day as uh, Ariel and Max. Returned from a snowmobiling date. And uh, Mel and her husband, Mike, Mike a.k.a. Shooter McGavin, McGavin. <laughs> Christopher McDonald, they come over, it's Christmas. Um, I have that all in caps, too. Yep. I like Mike's back in the picture. Oh, Shooter McGavin. <laughs> he um, eats pieces of shit like me for breakfast. <laughs> Did I tell you there's a guy in my golf league that has the uh, golf towel? It's uh, It looks like a Wheaties box, but it says <laughs> pieces of shit, and it's got Shooter McGavin on it. <laughs> it's nice. fucking great. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's Christmas, and they all go inside. John is not happy that Mike's there. Um, he pretty much hates the guy because he's a drunk, right? Was that what yeah. I got the gist of it? Yeah. Was he? Wait, no, I didn't catch that, but maybe. Yeah. I know he's a piece of shit. That's all I really know. Yeah. Which makes sense. Which John openly says to him. Yeah. Which makes sense, though, because he eats them for breakfast. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, John blows up, leaves the house right as Jacob arrives. Because he told him. Going to walk to Slippery's. Yep. He told Jake, come over. Mel's coming, you know. Did not know that Mike was going to be there. Yeah. So he goes inside, meets Mike. Kind of got the vibe that they've all went to school together and Mike was kind of the bully. I yeah. If you got that. Definitely. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, Mel kind of asked Jake, he's like, can you 
go talk to your dad and see if they can make up. It's been, you know, 50 years or whatever. John's already down at Slippery's. Max heads down Slippery's to the bar. Slippery's is the bar, by the way. Yep. In case we didn't point that out. Yeah. Um, sits down with John. More, more bickering. John really wants to know, like, if Max loves her, because John really kind of loves Ariel. Like, he doesn't yeah. want, he doesn't want to give her up to him, but, uh, but he did. You know. Yeah. They don't really make up. They're still kind of mad at each other. John starts to walk home, and uh, he has a heart attack. Yeah, like in a snowbank outside yeah. a house of people celebrating. Yeah. Um, thankfully, Max left the bar too and sees him, finds him. Um, gets help. They're in the hospital. Max uh, was looking for him. He asks the nurse where he can find John, and she says, "Are you family or friend?" And he, you know, with tears in his eyes, says, "Friend." And you're like, "Yeah, no shit. Yeah. You guys hate may hate each other, but you know you're Dude, friends." I, I literally wrote down, "Friend?" Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. <laughs> family. Family. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, they've great. lived. They've lived longer together than most family members live with their family members. Yeah. You know? uh, Max goes and sees Ariel, kind of tells her what's up. So Ariel goes to see John. You can kind of see it. At this this point, this was kind of Max giving Ariel back to John. Like, clearly they're more in love. Yeah. Um, but the IRS, man, are back taking John's house. But uh, Max is sticking up for him. He's not going to let that shit happen. No. So uh, he puts a fish in the uh, IRS guy's car. (laughs) (laughs) Is anyone looking? No. (laughs) And uh, he kind of like greased the, the, uh, what do you call it, awning of the house. He was going to have the snow fall on him. And Jake arrives with a court order that says, hey, you can't take this house for 30 days or whatever. 30 days cease and assist. Yep. And. Max is trying to like, Jake, get the fuck out of there. Hurry, hurry, get out of there. Jake gets out of there in time, and the IRS man gets buried under snow. Ha ha. Funny. (laughs) Fuck (laughs) that guy. Uh, The next scene, we're at a church. Uh, Mel and Jake meet. She tells him, yeah, divorce went through or whatever. And they're kind of like, I don't know if I'm ready for this. You're like, oh, no, don't tell me fucking John died. Well, no, he didn't die. Of course he didn't fucking die. Oh, John and Ariel are getting married. Hooray. Yay. Max is the best man. Jake's standing up there, too. And, uh, yeah, they get married. They head off. I love how Pop steals a kiss. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Dirty old Dirty man. Old man. <laughs> yeah. Um, they get in the limo. It smells. <laughs> as they're driving <laughs> off. Yep. And I love, as he sees John throw the fish out the window, Max is like, what a putz. <laughs> I fucking love that. Uh, Max uh, Max is at home with Jake. He's like, hey, Pop, what do you want to watch tonight? And Max is like, I'm going down to the VFW, the ladies of the VFW or whatever, throwing a dance. Who knows? Maybe yeah. I'll get lucky. And you're like, good for Max, getting back out there. Yeah. And uh, this is when Jake goes over to see Mel. And uh, we get our credits. Yeah, they hook up. The end. <laughs> yeah, which the credits are fucking awesome, too, because it's a blooper yeah, reel. It's a blooper reel. Yep. Fucking love it. So, yeah, that is Grumpy Old Men. That is Grumpy Old Men. Yeah. Um, I believe since this is a A pick, well, uh, yeah. Okay. 
viewer or listener recommended sorry listener i said listener recommended yes yeah good good a movie <laughs> I'll, I'll go first Alrighty. for me this movie had a ton of fucking nostalgia this threw me straight back to fucking living in nina Menasha back in the day you know real small town fucking the shots in the beginning the very opening shots i was just like holy shit you know like i said did they pull these images from my fucking brain as a child because <laughs> every small town has those exact same streets with the same oh, piles yeah. of snow everywhere and oh yeah fucking, yeah this is my childhood it's definitely funny both uh fucking jack lemon and walter Matthau give stellar performances mm-hmm. they they play the part of old men grumpy old men yeah and they fucking kill it like yeah. <laughs> I was worried going back to this, I wasn't going to like it as much as when I was a kid, but I definitely, uh, because of the funny, because of the very small town vibes and the fucking, like, I literally wrote down the outtakes in the back at the end in my, uh, review, Mm -hmm. the outtakes. I mean, just having the outtakes straight after the end as the end credits, you know? Yeah. It's just funny to see how the movie could have went if it were slightly different, you know? Or if instead of saying he's taking one-eyed Willie to the optometrist, he said he's getting or getting uh what a ride on the baloney pony or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> Just fucking little shit like that. You know they ad libbed a lot as they're filming. Oh yeah. You know. Oh yeah. Of course. And that always makes for a quality comedy is when there's a lot of ad libbing, a lot of like freedom from the actors to actually do what they want to do. Yeah. So, um, I landed. Uh, not super high, but not super small. I landed on a seven out okay. of 10. Fair. Stinky fishing cars. Nice. <laughs> this is going to be really eerie when we get to mine. But yeah, anyways, um, I, 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 I got to agree with you on, on everything. Like this was a nostalgia trip. This, when I said this was a grandpa movie, like I remember watching this with my dad on TV and at my grandpa's house, there was like three movies my grandpa would always want to watch it was the santa claus around christmas time he loved the nice. original santa claus nice. uh there was a movie called gone fishing with joe pesci and danny oh glover. yeah danny he glover loved that he also loved the dwarf videos too if you've ever seen them but his other one was grumpy old men nice he loved this movie and it's just it, it uh i'm so glad that it did hold up it brought back a lot of good memories you know watching this uh my grandpa passed away this last year so it was I saw a lot of my grandpa in these characters and you're yeah. right. Jack Lemon and Walter Matthau, they're like one of the best on screen, you know, duos, couples. Their their chemistry yeah. is so fucking fantastic together. Spot on, man. It's pretty much like you wonder if the directors were just like didn't even give him a script. Just yeah. <laughs> just go for it. <laughs> Here's the plot of the scene. Cameras are rolling. Just go. You yeah. know, because yeah, they can bounce off of each other so good. And Burgess Meredith, like pop just so fucking yeah this like it's hard to have comedic relief in a comedic movie but he provided so much of it. <laughs> yeah i didn't even think about it like that but yeah, yeah it's it's so good and like you know it, for anybody that grew up in the midwest and then you know the late night in the early 90s late 80s like this this probably touches home and will always hold a special place in your people's hearts just like it does for me as it does you yeah. um it's nothing spectacular, but it's a movie that I'll 
cherish for the rest of my life and uh, have no problem throwing it on any time. Couldn't recommend it enough to anybody who's never seen it. I also landed on a 7 out of 10 stinky Damn. fish. I wrote Damn. down stinky fish. 7 out of 10 stinky fish. Really? <laughs> yes. That is fucking eerie. So, I mean, yeah, you can't say enough about it. It's just such a good, good, heartwarming family film. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. What did the critics think of it, though? Do they have the same nostalgic Midwestern feel? <laughs> IMDb. Look at that. IMDb gives it a 7 out of 10 as well. Holy shit. (laughs) Rotten Tomatoes, 64% tomato meter, 74% audience score. So, wow. As you can see, it is liked. Yeah. Very well liked. So, let's see. I do have a little bit of trivia for you, as always. Let me bring them up here. So, after filming of this movie wrapped in minnesota in freezing temperatures walter matthau was hospitalized with double pneumonia holy shit (laughs) he almost died making a movie yeah (laughs) fucking old people um this was the sixth out of ten movies that jack lemon and walter matthau would do together obviously they did the sequel and they did a couple other movies in between there too um although the character in the movie pops is supposed to be 94 years old Burgess Meredith was actually 85 when filming, and he's only 17 years older than Jack Lemmon. So. Damn. Yeah. It's actually not too far apart. Well, I mean, that could be a father still. Yeah. Uh, Pops's uh, shanty has an address of 11291 Chloe Lane, Wabasha, Minnesota, 55981. It's actually the address of Slippery's Bar. Ah. the bar in the movie. So That's awesome. Uh, I wonder if they filmed at the actual bar. I would probably. I mean, when you got a you know huge budget to make a movie with, you know, yeah, comedic stars at the time. Yes, yeah, usually they build sets and shit instead of filming on location. You know, yeah. Um, but also speaking of the budget, J- Jack Lemmon, Walter Matthau didn't think this would be anything special. They were totally surprised when their budget of thirty-five million brought in seventy million at the box office. So. Damn, nice, doubled it. And just a little bit of MFAB trivia trivia for you on this. This is the second Jack Lemon movie we've done. <laughs> what other Jack Lemon movie have we done? He had a small role. You got to go way back to The Legend of Bagger Vance. Oh, okay. Remember the opening and ending scene? He was old Hardy. Okay. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's yeah. a fucking so. weird poll. <laughs> I know, right? I was thinking about <laughs> it. I'm like, oh, yeah, we did do that movie. Yeah. So weird but, flex, uh, bro. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I'll also give a good flex here. Checking us out on the social medias. We are out there flexing our muscles, doing our stuff. Yeah. Probably one of the worst segues I ever did, but who cares? Uh, you can find us. <laughs> yeah, probably. You can find us on Instagram at MFAB underscore podcast, on TikTok at MFAB underscore pod, Facebook as well, Movies from A to B, MFAB podcast. And shoot us an email, mfabpodcast at gmail.com, for all your recommendations, talk shit, give us any ideas, interact with us, whatever you want to do. We love to hear from you. Get at us. Please, just please get at us. And while you're listening to this right now, you can do one simple thing that's free and takes a few seconds, and you can get at us right away by hitting that five-star review on whatever app you're listening to us on. You know, maybe uh, throw a little review about there about how you like us or how you hate us or whatever. You know, we just would love to hear it. It's 
it really pumps us on the charts, get us seen a little bit more. And we appreciate every time that happens. I mean, it, it's a godsend to think uh, our two stupid voices are fucking traveling through the ears of people around the world. Yeah. It really, really makes us happy. So, yeah, do that for us. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, it blows my mind that uh, what we've gotten hits in what, India and what the Netherlands. Oh, dude, all over. Yeah. All over. It's like, holy shit, people over there. I've heard my voice. It's kind of yeah. crazy. <laughs> so uh, we'd love for more people over there to hear it. So yeah, spread the word. Greatly, greatly appreciate it. But yeah. Yeah. Any uh, final thoughts or do we want to save them for our uh, bonus episode? Yeah, let's save them for the bonus. All right. That sounds good. As for this one, it's done. It's over with. Thank you once again for listening to us. I am Aaron. And I'm Gavin. And we hope to see you next time. Peace. <laughs> Next time on the MFAB Podcast, we go for the green. So until then, that's a wrap. Good.